Hey everyone, listen up, it's King Mitch. Today I'm going to be talking about the cause of a king. And my question for you today is this, what's your ultimate cause? And are you living that cause? So the big question is this, what does it mean to be a king in God's kingdom? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm Mitch Edland, lifelong entrepreneur, Christian business leader, and kingdom advancer. And I'm here to speak to the king that's inside of you. Each episode, you'll be posed with thought-provoking questions, open discussion, and occasionally special guests, all designed to take your thinking, believing, and life to a higher level. Your journey begins right here on the Awaken the King podcast. It's time to wake up, king. I believe that all great people have a cause. Some are more passionate about than others, but being part of something greater than ourselves, it's imperative for us to grow through life, to become what God intended us to become. We need to have a cause. Now, there's lots of causes, and I know that for everyone listening to this, you probably already have some cause that you're part of. You may be a part of a cause that promotes local business or local government, or it might be something that helps educate or feed people around the world. There's many causes to support as there are people listening to this podcast. But what's your ultimate cause? Have you ever thought about that? Now, thinking is simply asking yourself a question, then answering that question. So how you think starts with what questions that you're asking yourself. That's why I'm always asking you questions, not just questions, but specific questions designed to cause you to think maybe a little different than you've been thinking before. The way a king thinks, and that's a way of thinking that puts God's kingdom first. Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Now, the calling of a king is to fund God's kingdom here on earth. Revelations 1.6 says, he has made us kings and priests unto his God. The priest is called to ministry. The king is called to fund the ministry. Now, these are equal callings, and they're both a cause. Now, you've maybe never heard this before, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, to let successful Christian business people know that there is a calling on their life, and that calling is to be a king, using your time, talent, and treasures to advance God's ministry, his kingdom. Now, I think you'd agree with that is an ultimate cause. In fact, it's a cause that has heavenly implications, not just earthly. And that's huge, right? Let me read Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Wow. Let's rewind that. Let's hear that one more time. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So where is your treasure? Is it in the bank, the market, real estate, gold? Then that's where your heart is. If your heart is truly for God, where your treasure is will prove it. You just heard me read it, and Jesus is the one who said it. Now, I'm not suggesting you sell everything you have and give all your money away. What I am saying is that you are called for more. You're called to use your treasure in a way that converts your earthly treasure into heavenly treasures. Have you ever thought about heavenly treasures before? Well, for most people, they're so focused on their business, their money management, and their investments, 
all to get them through life, through retirement, and hopefully leave something left for the kids. All focused on life. Well, life is short, but eternity is forever. So why are we so focused on the short part and not the forever part? Let's focus on storing up treasures in heaven, shall we? Now, we've all seen someone who's entered retirement age, and they were not at all prepared for it, and their life just becomes a disaster. So we know we need to prepare for retirement on this earth, and we know we need money to do that, and that's just being responsible. But are we doing anything to prepare us for eternity, like Jesus told us to? Are we storing up treasures in heaven? Listen, if it's not important, Jesus wouldn't have said it. And he specifically said treasure, not money. I sure hope this is making sense to you. I hope you're listening to that small, still voice inside of you that's telling you this is for you. This is who you are. You were created to be a king. So let's talk about you for a minute. You know with all your heart that God gave you your gifts, talents, and abilities. You recognize that you've got a talent set that is very unique just to you. You're really good at business and making money, and you know you are. In fact, you have a confidence about it. That's because you have a God-given ability for it. I wouldn't bet that you're a pretty generous person also, and that you have a heart to help other people. You've always been the person that others look to for leadership. And no matter who's in the room, no matter who's around you, you're the chief problem solver. And you're always encouraging others. Wow, I'm starting to identify you pretty good, aren't I? Because you're just like me. Are you starting to connect the dots? Are you starting to understand that God made you this way for a reason? My whole life I've been told that there aren't many people out there like me. There's not many people that think the way I do. You've probably heard that too. But I don't believe that, and now you don't believe it either because you found this podcast. And what you're hearing is resonating with you. The first time I heard this message of kings and priests was 17 years ago from my pastor and priest, Keith Kraft. I met him in a gym in Frisco, Texas in 2003. He invited me to his church to hear his message. And it was entitled Kings and Priests. And it so hit me, it was tailor-made for me. It was just like he crafted that message just for me because that's what I needed to hear. Quick backstory. Nancy and I were attending another church, and I was becoming involved in leadership there. And we went through spiritual gifts assessment to help determine where in the church I was best suited to serve. Now, when I met with a pastor to go over the findings, it became apparent that I didn't fit in very well. There are all these areas of ministry that just didn't fit me. I wasn't interested in a jailhouse ministry, a homeless ministry, the food bank ministry, or even the golf ministry. All great areas of ministry, but they weren't for me. I told the pastor that I was a business guy. I think commerce, numbers, and opportunities, that's how God wired me. At that time, there just wasn't anything to fit. I just knew God had something different for me. So you can only imagine how excited I was when I was hearing this message from Keith Kraft, that not only is there a fit for a business person, but an actual calling for that person to come alongside their priest and fund the ministry. That's how I fit in. Everything started adding up. God gave me a head for business and making money. Why? And it didn't just happen one day. I've always been this way. When I was six years old, I became infatuated with Hot Wheels. Remember those? Well, they're still around, but not as big a deal as they were when I was a kid. But I wanted every single one made. I would sit on the floor at Bill and Betty's variety store and pull everyone off the cabinet. And I'd set them all over the floor and dream about which car I wanted next. I needed money for my dreams. So at six years old, I asked my dad how I could earn extra money. 
And I grew up on the farm in northeast Montana. As part of the family, you're expected to work. But dad would give me extra jobs that I could get paid for so I could learn the value of money. One of those jobs was using a magnet to pick up nails or screws or sharp pieces of metal from the farmyard that could cause flat tires. A penny per nail. I only needed 35 nails to get a new hot wheel. Sometimes I would get to clean out the last bit of grain from a grain bin that was being emptied. And I'd get to take my couple of bushels of wheat to the grain elevator and sell it. And that was several dollars. Oh, dream car shopping spree. I'll bet you have a story just like that, don't you? You see, God had a plan for you your whole life. You're wired a certain way for a reason. A reason that is way bigger than you just having a wonderful and successful life. You're called for more. So let's get back to my original question. What is your ultimate cause? Now that you've been exposed to this message and you know that there is a calling to be a king, just like the calling to be in the ministry, there is a calling to fund the ministry. Is that you? Is that your ultimate cause? I've had a lot of people ask me, how much money does a king give? Is it a percentage of income that you give that makes you a king? No, not at all. It's your heart followed by your actions that make you a king. It's being generous and devising generous things. It's looking for every opportunity to be an answer to somebody else's prayers. It's being willing to write that check that your spirit is telling you to write. It's taking dominion in the marketplace so that you can use those funds to advance God's kingdom. It's looking at ways to save in one area so that you can give more in another area. When you completely trust God with your money, you know you can't outgive God. The more you give, the more God will give you back. And the word says God gives seed to the sower. Why? So you can sow it. Your money is your seed. And if you show God that you can be faithful with the seed that he's already given you, he will give you more and more and more and more. Now, most Christians think that tithing their 10% is doing a lot. And unfortunately, based on statistics, there's not a lot of people that are even doing that. My belief is that the first 10% is just returning to God what is His. That's a tithe. However, a tithe is just 10%, but first fruits is the first 10%. So you'll hear me use the term first fruits instead of tithing. And Proverbs says, it's the first fruits that honor God. So your personal giving starts after that. The Bible talks about tithes and offerings. The offerings is what you give over and above your first fruits. My ultimate goal is to be giving 90% and living off of 10% and living very well off that 10%. It's all your perspective, right? So if you think about living off the 10% of the money that you're making right now, that may not be very exciting. But what if God gave you a hundred times your current income or a thousand times? Is anything too big for God? If it's in your heart to do it, God will make it happen. You need to have the faith to believe that. Our job is to believe, and God's job is to do the supernatural. And I believe what God can get through you, he'll get to you. Now, here's a quote I want to leave you with today. It's from my pastor and priest, Keith Kraft. And it goes like this. God never intended you to live off the fruits of your labor. He wants you to give off the fruits of your labor so you can live off the fruits of your giving. Now, that's such a huge thought process. Let me read that again. God never intended you to live off the fruits of your labor. He wants you to give off the fruits of your labor so that you can live off the fruits of your giving. Wow, that is good stuff. I so hope that you have the faith to believe this and to live this. 
And I hope this podcast today helped you discover your ultimate cause. At the very least, started you thinking about it. It all starts with how you think. And I'm hoping that you'll join me in thinking like a king. It's been an honor for me to share with you today, and I'm so glad that you've chosen to listen. I pray that what you've heard on this podcast so resonates with you that it changes how you think about your calling in God's kingdom. I believe God will bless you, elevate you, increase your territory and measure of rule, and fill your life with blessings, joy, and abundance so we can advance God's kingdom together.